everybody. All right, Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for Friday. Thank you for this week that you've blessed us with. Help us, help me not rush through uh, this day and not uh, take a moment and count my blessings, God, that uh, you've been good and faithful. Um, so many, so many good things. Help us celebrate some of those things today. Point out uh, some of the strengths um, in each other and uh, teammates and clients that we come in contact with, that we would be a light to them. And uh, just ask your Holy Spirit to uh, be present right now as Dakota leads us today and that your spirit would um, guide him and speak to us words that are encouraging and equipping for us today, God. We love you. Amen, Dakota. You and Rufus, Amen. I don't even have to put a last name. I just say Dakota's leading PSP or Rufus is mm. it's very special. Hey, you gave me that name, right? Unique. Yeah. One word needed. That's right. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Uh, great. So good morning, guys. Um, I know we don't want to touch the topic hypocrisy with a 10 foot pole. So I'm going to dive right into that <laughs> pool. That's courageous or yeah, we'll something. See. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> hypocrisy. Wow. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Google, you know, classic, let's define the term. Yeah. Google gives us this definition, the practice of claiming to have moral standards or beliefs to which one's own behavior does not conform. Mm. Now, this word has, so that's kind of what we think about, right? We, we uh, behave differently than what we say we behave like, right? So <laughs> Guilty. we do that all the time with in subtle ways and sometimes in big ways. Yeah. And so we're kind of familiar with that. And I'll talk more about that in a second. But there's a really cool um, Greek. This word comes from a Greek word, hypocrites, or it might be pronounced differently. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't speak the language, but it has a really interesting meaning. And the word hypocrite, actually, it means an actor or a stage mm. player. It is translated an interpreter from underneath. And so one of the interesting things is the way in which plays would be performed right before makeup and you know lots of money to make sets and costumes and whatnot what you would do is you'd wear a mask right mm -hmm. and so you would you would wear a mask and that would be the character that you uh, would play and so this greek word hypocrite it's an actor it's a, it's like it's literally like wearing a a mask and it's more of a it's, it's obviously when we hear the word, it's super negative sounding uh, because of reasons that I'll explain in a second. But it actually is kind of a neutral thing. It means an actor, a stage player. Um, so that's kind of interesting uh, to note. Mm -hmm. So how do we, you know, when we think hypocrisy, how do we kind of experience that in the day to day? And I think there's some interesting, mm -hmm. just some interesting points that I pulled together. You know, when we embellish stories, Right. When you when you make a story sound much bigger than than it actually was. What? Right. You've never experienced that before, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do this all the time. Right. I'm guilty of this. <laughs> I want my stories to sound like the most intense, awesome, incredible experience because it'll make you more impressed with me. Yeah. You know, when we another example would be um, 
when we when we say things or act a certain way before customers or friends or family when it doesn't line up with with what we would act like when they're not around mm. you know so there's there's this thing of like this two-faced two-sided sort of thing that, that we can experience in our relationships mm. here's another common one that all of you can relate with myself included is when somebody asks you how are you and you say fine but <laughs> you're not fine right <laughs> like when you are saying to people like i'm good i'm fine i've got it all under control it's and all it good ain't, yeah and it ain't, it ain't under control right yeah. you you know we we do that yes. right we're guilty of that everybody yeah. listening and myself included yeah um yeah is guilty of that mm-hmm. you know in exploring like kind of where this comes from for us as a culture and as a people one of the things that i heard recently listening to uh dennis prager i don't know if any of you guys listen to him but love the way in which he thinks really clearly anyway one of the things that he said uh yesterday well this was actually i was listening to it uh late but one of the things that he was talking about is he visits um lots of students and one of the things that he asks students is what do you want to be when you get older right what do you want to be when you get older and what do you think was the number one answer that's young students um said that they want to be when they get older their response was <laughs> i was gonna answer go oh yeah sorry their response was famous mm. and another common one that i hear is wealthy mm, right? i don't yeah. want to be famous or i want to be wealthy but when you ask you know what do you want to be famous for what do you want to be wealthy you know from from doing and it's the response is anything right which is so interesting yeah. to think about that you would it isn't about what you do or what you're famous for. I mean, you could literally like be famous for something wicked and evil just to be known, just to be in front of people. And, and we, we have that tendency from a young age to want to be seen a certain, a certain way. And right. When we look at the current culture, you know, between Facebook and the advertisements and the commercials all promoting you know, perfection and, and, Mm -hmm. and right. We, right. It's just crazy. The things we do to get like the perfect shot, you know, for Facebook or something to, to show people, to show the world something about ourselves um, that may not be, you know, the raw real Mm -hmm. thing. And so I think the main issue, right. Is in our culture, we want to be liked. We want to be the, the smartest, the most attractive, the wealthiest, the healthiest, and we, and if we aren't, we at least want to look like it. And so when we talk about hypocrisy, these roots run really deep. And for me, I remember mm-hmm. I tell this story a lot when I, I was living by myself in an apartment when I was much younger and I had like this crazy, awful acne mm-hmm. situation. And I, you know, everything inside of me was like, I'm, I'm like depressed. I'm lonely. You know, I was not good, but I remember trying to hold it together. Mm. You know, like you got many of you guys can relate to this when everything isn't together and you try to like mm. look like everything is together. Uh, there's something about that, right? Mm. Where we yeah. want to look like we've got it all under control when, when a lot of times it's just not the case. Yeah. And I have that experience. That's like, and I have that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think those roots run deep. It's cultural, it's personal. And I want to talk about that. But first, one of the things that 
Yeah, I'm just going to hit this real quick because it's not the main thing I want to talk about. But when I think of hypocrisy, I think of Matthew chapter 23. Jesus like goes off on the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and he is calling them hypocrites. And these are like the, the leaders of the time, right? Like these are the, the moral leaders of the time. And he's calling them hypocrites. He's saying you, you, you teach one thing, but you totally act completely different from what you're teaching. He says things like, he says he's literally talking in front of these leaders to a group of like the disciples and other people listen. He says, do what they tell you, but don't do what they do. You know, like, can you imagine if somebody was was in front of you and they said like, and, and they were talking about you and they said like, do what he tells you, but don't do what he does. You know, it's like, that is the most offensive thing. And that's what Jesus, Jesus said that, right? And he said that, he said that the Pharisees, the Sadducees, those, those in this leadership position, they, they wanted to be honored. They wanted to be important. And they love respect, to be respected, to be honored before others. They love mm-hmm. titles. And one thing that he said in this, this, this rant, this speech, he says that um, you have one, one father, right? You have one father, that's God. And you have one teacher, that's the Messiah talking about himself. Mm-hmm. And you see like when we're, hip, when we're hypocritical, especially when we're in a position of like teaching others, and we're pointing to ourselves, it's taking away from the ones that were meant to point to yeah. Jesus and God. And there's much more there that I don't have time to talk about, but it, it's a very serious thing where, where Jesus is treating hypocrisy, um, obviously, as a big deal. And then another story that I think of is Ananias and Sapphira, which many of you guys may remember when they withheld some of the money that that uh, they had they had brought some of the money, but they withheld um a portion of it. And I'm not going to go too much into that story. You can look it up yourself another time. But one of the things that I notice in this idea of hypocrisy is that like uh, in relating it to us now is that Christianity for us can become a label and not an identity, right? A label, not an identity. And what I mean by that is we can, we can act Christian and do like, we can do like the minimal or we can do like some of the stuff to be perceived as Christian without it actually being like our identity. And I think one of the things, one of the things that I noticed from those stories, Ananias and Sapphira, Jesus, the way that he treated those who were, he called hypocrites is that it's like cancerous, you Mm -hmm. know, like, and what I mean by that is like, it starts young and it just kind of makes its way into all kind of areas of our life where we try to be something we're not, yeah. right? And that's where those examples come from. The idea of like saying I'm fine when I'm not. The idea of embellishing stories. The idea of um, just trying to, to, to put an image out there of something we're not. It all comes, it's cancerous. It kind of, nobody wakes up and says, all right, I'm going to be a hypocrite today, right? <laughs> Have you ever done that? No, 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 you haven't. Right. It happens because because Mm -hmm. like what Justin said on Monday, right, our hearts are deceitful Mm -hmm. and wicked and they bend towards this way. Right. And and hopefully you can see in some of these examples, like we don't again, we don't we're not waking up thinking I just want to I want to be perceived a certain way. So I'm going to just embellish and, and act. It happens without us thinking about it. And one of the, some of the scriptures, right? I don't want to just say like, wow, we suck and everything's awful and we're, we're screwed. That's, that's not how I want to end it. 
that's that's the old story right that's yeah. the, that's the, the 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 thing that we have to to overcome and there's two scriptures i really i thought of um when thinking about this this point and and it's the first one comes from first john chapter one verse seven i love this scripture i use it a lot when talking about relationships um when people with people because i think it's it's really pertinent to mm-hmm. that but it says but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of jesus his son purifies us from all sin i think the reality there i love this because he says when you walk in the light when you walk exposed when you walk vulnerably he's saying you have relationship you have fellowship with one another mm-hmm. in the blood of jesus it purifies us from all sin there's a freedom that comes from being real being vulnerable with with where you're actually at who you actually are and he says you actually have greater relationship who are the people you have the best relationship with it's the ones who know the most about you mm. and the second scripture is from second corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 i think and he says uh but you can look this up my grace is sufficient for you my for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore i will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that christ's power may rest on me i think there's a a reality that we recognize our weakness and yet we continue to to go day after day after day by the power of Jesus, there's a, um, he gets the glory yeah. and we can actually boast in how weak mm-hmm. we are because we want him to be seen as, you know, glorified. Mm-hmm. And so my, my challenge or my big point really is like, what does it mean for you to remove that mask that, that sets you free, right? Is there somebody you need to, um, yeah. Is there somebody you need to, to talk to, to call and to, or just somebody you need yeah. to share like, Hey, this is where I'm really at. This is what's actually going on. And that mm-hmm. is the most courageous thing you could do is to be vulnerable with somebody when you, when you'd rather not. And from my experience and probably most of yours, there's actually a lot of freedom there. That's good. So that concludes the week, the week. And, and yeah. And, yeah. And Dakota, you model that. I mean, you, your, your willingness to, for those of you guys that know Dakota or spent much time with him, he leads with transparency. And so, um, that's it yeah. takes courage to do that so you do that well Thank you. that's good so next week um it's gonna be a great week we got jeff rose on thursday who's uh fighting liver cancer and we're gonna be praying for him and uh he's gonna join us so i got a, a group of you guys uh that are gonna pray so next thursday next week will be awesome but especially next thursday and please keep jeff in your prayers jeff and his wife lee and his son jake um, they are Jake, his son battled cancer twice. So cancers ravaged their family. So please keep them in your prayers. Uh, and we're glad to be able to love them and pray for them as well. So, all right, my son, pray us out. Yeah. Father, I thank you for, uh, today and an opportunity to know you, uh, yeah. better and to know one another better. Yeah. And father, I ask that you would continue to speak to the guys, the gals listening, to uh to today and and continue to speak as we go about our day in jesus name Amen. amen well done love you guys have a great friday and a better weekend